0: It's a two-show Thursday, and the first show, we have to talk about what happened on the basketball court in Madison. It was a close one, and we're going to recap it today at Locked On Golden Gophers. You are no Locked happens, On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday, now Wednesday. We were caught up, folks. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do outside of the pod, so I didn't get one out there for you today or yesterday, but that means today is a two-show Thursday. We've done this before and we'll do it again. This day we're going to have two shows. This first show is going to talk to you about what happened to Madison, the Gophers basketball team that lost in a close one. And then the second show later this afternoon, we're going to talk about the coaching changes that are happening with the football team right now. Lots of shakeups, changes, and things that You need to know, so we'll talk about who's leaving, who might be coming in, who is coming in, and more, so be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any of the information coming your way, and be sure to follow wherever you get the podcast at Locked On Golden Gophers and leave a five-star review. I truly appreciate it. It helps others find the podcast and want to tune in, so if you could do that for me, I'd truly appreciate it, but let's talk some Gophers basketball because that is The main priority. We played our rivals across the border. The border battle was in Madison this time. We'll have another game later this year to try and win again, but we didn't win in this one. We lost in a very close game. Minnesota loses sixty-three to sixty to the Madison or Madison to the Wisconsin Badgers. Now with nine minutes left. In half number two, the Gophers cut it down to three, and if you keep going on later in that game, all the way down to the final minute, the Gophers were down by three. The final few seconds, the Gophers were down by three. In fact, they lost by three, but they cut it to a one-point lead, even at one point. Now, it was a tough loss, and the biggest part of that loss that hurt was the 20 turnovers, including the Gophers got a missed free throw from Crowell in that second half at the very end of the game. Crowell misses the one and one We get the rebound. We're heading down the sideline for one shot left to try and tie this game, and Talon Cooper turns the ball over before we can even get it across half court. You can see the defeat and the frustration on Ben, Coach Ben Johnson, on the sidelines. Minnesota just Look, they looked like they were going to fall back into their old ways, even coming out of the second half, but then turned it on. Wisconsin had a 15-point lead in the second half at one point. It was just like, oh, here we go again. And then Minnesota was like, nah, it's not the same. It's not It's not what we we've done in the past. We're going to learn from this. We're going to grow. We're going to put up a fight. And that was great to see with this Gophers basketball team. They fought. They clawed back into the game. They cut it down to a one-point game at a certain point and turnovers were ultimately the team's downfall like i said the team ended up having 20 turnovers in this game 20 turnovers is absolutely unacceptable in any game you play and if you have 20 turnovers it's a stat that you're likely going to lose the game if you end up having that many turnovers especially especially when the turnovers that you're giving up turn into points, the points off turnovers differential in this game was Minnesota had five points off of turnovers. Five. That's, you can count that on one hand, folks. And Wisconsin had 21 points off of our 20 turnovers. They basically had a point every turnover. Now, I know you can't just get one point every time down the court, but 21 points off of turnovers is a huge swing and a huge change of momentum and hard to get back into the game with something of that dramatic of a difference. Now, if you, the turnovers is what did us in, but if you just looked at the box score and facts of points, shooting percentage and rebounds, you probably would have thought the Gophers pulled this one out. The difference in rebounds, which was one of the main points we talked about in the keys for this game, was 40-24. to The Gophers absolutely went all out on the boards. Boxed out, kept fighting, never gave up, positioning. It was great. It's an improvement that we've wanted to see all season. You love that. But the turnovers were too much to make up for the huge victory on the boards. Now, the three keys that we talked about heading into this game in Madison were out rebound, check. Contested shots, like making sure you're at least in front of them, making the shots more difficult. We'll give it like a half a check, you know, not a full check, but did it frequently, but not enough. And then stars need to be stars for the Gophers. That one... Can't really give them a check there. Can't really give them a full check. It was tough. If you just looked at the box score, you might think maybe, oh, they didn't have that bad of a game. But if you look deeper at what happened with our three key players, with Tylan Cooper, with Dawson Garcia, and with Jamison Battle, there was some sloppy in this game. There was some sloppy. Now they have the talent. We all know this, but it's got to be clean and it's got to come consistently. So we're going to talk about more than just beyond the box score and although parts of the box score might look like the gophers best players were playing well it wasn't as good as some may seem upon quick glance so we're going to talk about that coming up next first let's talk about our friends over at bet online who bring you this show bet online is where the game starts i mean honestly It's your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, analysis, and more. They even got college podcasts over there. They've got different sorts of podcasts for you, but they've got the college bowl season information up to date over there. Now, the bowls are basically done, so you're just looking at the championship game coming up, but they've got it over for you at Online. They've got it all, whether it be amateur sports, pro sports, Podcasts—it's always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting info. So check on bet. Check out Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, folks, thank you for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers and making us your first show when it comes to Gophers daily sports. Now let's talk about the individual players in this Wisconsin versus Minnesota game. What did we see overall? You had the three key players, like I talked about. Dawson Garcia, 14 points, nine rebounds, zero assists, three turnovers, only 38% from the floor and 0% from deep. Now the 0% from deep, he only took three threes, but he can knock down from three. And so when you're getting zero back on that, it's tough. And honestly, if you're watching, it just looks like in some of those, some of those shots, he's not, he's not fully going through the motion. I mean, he might pull up short or it just, it feels like it's rushed in moments, especially from deep. So I'm hoping to find, see more consistency from Dawson Garcia. He's honestly probably my favorite gopher to watch on this team. His game comes easy to him, but sometimes it's just feels like the shots themselves are rushed. So I think the ceiling is still so high for Dawson Garcia and he almost had a double double would have been great to get one more rebound on there, make it an official double double, but zero assists and three turnovers on 38% shooting, in the end, is not a great game, then you move on to Jameson Battle, another key and star player for this team, 13 points, nine rebounds, very similar to Dawson Garcia, so you're like, ah, not bad, zero assists, strange, Jameson Battle usually has a few assists, and six turnovers, six, tied for the lead, Tied, yes, I said tied. Six turnovers happened by more than one person. But then you look at his shooting percentage from the floor, 33% from the floor and 28.5% from deep. We are star players, our best players. We're not hitting that three ball for the most part Poor shooting from the floor for the most part. So it's tough to say these guys played to the best of their ability. The points might look all right, not their best, not their worst. The rebounds look pretty good, close to a double-double, but the assists are none, and the turnovers are far too many on too many shots. If you can't knock them down, we got to find someone who can, and we clearly were not knocking them down between these two especially. So what happened with Talon Cooper? Talon Cooper, 16 points, which is a great contribution from him because he's not a guy that's consistently going to lead your team in scoring, Three assists, which is a lot lower than we see from him typically in the games. Two rebounds, two blocks. Both will take. 47% from the floor. you love to see it. 100% from deep. Okay. Yep. So he's absolutely the man that you wanted taking the last shot to go for the tie in this game because he was feeling it. He was hitting the shots. He was almost 50% from the floor, 100% from deep. The confidence was there when it came to shooting, but a brutal brutal six turnovers six turnovers including the one on the final shot opportunity up the sideline trying to get across the court with 10, 10 11 seconds left to get up a final shot to try and tie the game and you just fumble the bag fumbled the bag it was painful it was disappointing it was good to see the fight i won't lie it's not all bad like We saw the fight in this team that we've wanted to see all season. If we fought like this in earlier games in the season, you probably have more wins in W column. So you like to see the fight from this one. Now, all that said, TJ Wall did get hurt in this game. So it wasn't even the best of the best when it came to Wisconsin basketball. But when 15 of your team's 20 turnovers, 15 of them are coming from your star players, it's going to be tough sledding. It's not going to be a way to win that's not winning basketball now outside of those top three players five other players saw time on the floor four freshmen in torres samuels now the only plus players and plus minus so when you are on the floor your team was scoring more than the opponent is essentially what, what plus minus is if the opponent scores more than you while that player is on the floor over and every span of when they're on and off the court that's how they're marking plus minus so it's not a perfect science. It's not essential to saying who had a good game, who had a bad game, but it helps you know in that game, was that player maybe contributing to more positive success in the game? So, in plus minus, there were only four players in this game that had a positive plus. Everybody else had a minus on the plus minus. Now, the only four players that had him were Dawson Garcia. Braden Carrington, Pharrell Payne, and Jaden Henley. So three of those four freshmen in the minutes they were playing were contributing in manners outside of scoring. It's not just scoring, but out the extra work, the not turning the ball over as much, better rebounds, contributing where they can. Those four players were getting it done. And I love, I love to see Pharrell Payne getting more minutes. I love to see Joshua Joseph getting more minutes. Each of them played 24 minutes in this game, and Carrington was not far behind with 20. So those three especially are really getting heavy minutes, more contributions, and getting into the flow of the game. Now, Henley only played 12 minutes in this game, but he was effective in those 12 minutes with four rebounds and an assist and I believe Henley is a player that could see the most growth in this season the most growth overall as far as scoring as far as slowing the game down as far as contributing wherever he's a long a big guard so he I mean he can rebound he can assist he can bring the ball up eventually he's getting more comfortable in that aspect of the game and so as the game slows down for him I would imagine he can take more strides and leaps and bounds to get better. And when he's doing that, when the game is becoming more natural for him and slowing down and it's not so quick paced, I think you'll see a lot more minutes coming to Henley when the game starts to slow down for him. Now you saw the flashes in the game, you saw the fight in this game. And although they came up short in the end, this is the promise that you wanted to see with this Gophers squad. So, it was better if you have better shooting from the veterans in this one and less turnovers. You likely turn this one into a W. So, who's next on the docket? What is next for the Gophers basketball team to try and get in the win column? That's what we're talking about coming up next. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at Bill Bar. Now, I haven't talked to you about Bill Bar in quite some time, but even though I'm not bringing it up, I'm still munching down on these delicious protein packed bars because it's a delicious treat and you don't have all the fat all the calories but you get all the taste, and that's exactly what I'm going for. So when you go through the holidays, I know that my goal is always to eat a little healthier, especially as we head into the new year, officially here in 2023. If you're like me and you wanna eat a little healthier, have something that tied you over, but you don't wanna compromise the taste, then you have to try out the Bill Bar. Bilt Bar, it's healthy, it actually tastes good, and seriously, You're gonna think it's not good for you because it has the flavor and you're like, wait, this is like a candy bar. This is like with flavors like peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, churro, and then you got your raspberries, your mint brownies, your mint chocolate chip. There's so many flavors, so many opportunities for you to find what is perfect for you over at Bill Bar. And it has a whopping 17 grams of protein in most bars and only 130 calories and four grams of sugar. Give it a try. It's definitely something that is perfect for you. So use promo code Locked On fifteen for fifteen percent off at BuiltBar.com. Again, promo code Locked On fifteen for fifteen percent off your next box and give it a try today. All right, Gopher fans, let's wrap up this show by talking about who's next on the docket for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The first team. Heading up this weekend is Nebraska at Williams Arena on Saturday at 11 a.m. Then you move on to Columbus, where you'll take on the number 24 ranked Ohio State Buckeyes at 530 on January 12th. Now, OSU could fall out of the rankings by the time that Minnesota plays them because their first game before Minnesota is playing Purdue, who is one of the best teams in the nation, and they're right on the cusp of being ranked Ohio State is, so... They could fall off there, but we know OSU is going to be a tough game, but Nebraska is nothing to scoff at either. Nebraska took down a previously number seven Creighton Jayhawks. They took Purdue, who was number four at the time, to overtime and only lost by three points. And then they uh, also had losses to Memphis, Oklahoma, Kansas State, and Michigan State. None of those teams are poor teams. None of those teams you look at and you're like, Oh, they lost to them. Like, no, all those teams have quality, have the talent to go head to head with anybody. You could see a lot of those teams in attorney, maybe as lower seeds, but that doesn't matter. You can get in there. You got a shot. So their losses have been to quality squads. They've also beat an Iowa team, beat a Creighton team, beat a Boston College team that hasn't been too bad. Now, the top three players for the Cornhuskers are Derek Walker, who's a former player from Tennessee, averaging 13.6 points a game. 8.1 rebounds a game and 2.7 assists per game. He's a leader in both rebounds and points on the team and the biggest interior presence on that team as well. Now, he's not massive. He's 6'9", so it's not like he's going to dominate or tower over people, but he's physical, and it'll be a great challenge for our bigs in Dawson Garcia and Pharrell Payne to kind of stagger his momentum and make sure that he hopefully is contributing less than what he's seeing in a typical game. Now, another key player for the Cornhuskers is Sam Greasel. He's an NDSU transfer, 10.7 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game, 4.4 assists per game. So he's all over the board when it comes to contributing on this team. 45% from the floor, but only 37% from deep but one of the leaders from deep. So he sets up his teammates a ton. He is probably the most key player on this Nebraska squad when it comes to setting up the offense flow of the game, running the offense and more He is the guy. So Greasel is definitely the guy that the Gophers need to pay attention to in this game. And then you have Juwan Gary, who contributes heavily with 9.7 points per game and 7.1 rebounds per game. He's the biggest player on. No, actually, I think he's only 6'6". But again, their big men aren't huge. So this should be an opportunity for the Gophers to win on the boards once again. And the team cannot shoot from deep. The Gophers aren't amazing at shooting from deep right now. We're shooting about 33% from deep. This team is just barely at 30% from deep. So you absolutely should have the, the talent, the rebounding to give yourself an opportunity to win this game. The opportunity will be there. And if they play how they did against Wisconsin, minus some turnovers, I think they realistically can win this game. My prediction for the game against Nebraska is Minnesota 65, Nebraska 59. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. Again, it's a two-show Thursday, so be sure to hit subscribe and be able to get the information on the next show later this afternoon talking coaching changes when it comes to the football team. This is Kane Rob signing off. Have a good one. I'll see you later today. And those about boat. Skyy Mars. Go, go.